This is Just a Thought, a podcast for parents ready to change their mind and change their lives. This podcast is packed full of the one thing that will change your life, your parenting, and your relationships. Don't believe me? It's Just a Thought. I'm your host, Christina Stead, and this is episode six, I Messed Up. Alrighty, y'all. I've not made a podcast for a month or two now, and I have good reason for it. I've been learning, growing, observing, and looking for what serves me. And I felt really intimidated by the topic I've been trying to podcast about. The thought that nothing has gone wrong here and everything is as it should be. The reason this topic has been difficult for me is because I believe that there is right and wrong. I believe there's truth and lies, which I feel is really helpful for me to believe. But my brain likes to take me down roads of extreme thinking. My brain likes to tell me that because I believe there's right and wrong, that it is wrong for me to do wrong, be wrong, make mistakes, and mess up, and it's wrong for other people to as well. My brain says that because there's right and wrong, we all need to be choosing the right all of the time, or at least trying to, and that it's wrong to mess up, and it's even more wrong to not even try. But recently, I've been trying on the thought that maybe I'm wrong about that. Because I believe that I didn't come to this world to be perfect, I didn't come to this world under the understanding that I had to be perfect. In fact, I came to a world where the plan was, okay, Adam, Eve, you're going to be the first people on earth. It'll be perfect. You'll be perfect. I'm going to give you two contradictory commandments so that you can practice using your agency and mess up and experience opposites and learn about agency, sacrifice, and moderation. And then, as part of the plan, Jesus Christ is going to come and atone for your sins. He's going to cover you in grace so that even though you are absolutely going to mess up, it's covered. It's part of the game. And so that was the plan. The way I look at it, it's kind of like cooking with your kids. And when you cook with your kids, it's helpful to put an apron on them because you know they can't learn to cook without making a mess. God knows this about us. He wanted us to have this earthly experience. We wanted to have it too. And he knew and knows and plans for us to mess it up. He's okay with that. There is still a right and wrong, and ultimately, if we want to become like him, there are certain things we will learn to do and not do. Just like if you're wanting to learn to make chocolate chip cookies, ultimately, there are things you need to learn to do and not do so you don't end up making Play-Doh or brownies instead of chocolate chip cookies. But during the process of learning, we might not know the difference between salt or and sugar or how much chocolate is appropriate or what kind of chocolate to use. And probably 50% of the time, we are going to get it wrong, even when we are trying to do it right. And sometimes we might be like my six-year-old and just want to eat a cup of sugar plain while gnawing on a stick of butter. And it happens. She's no, she knows she's not supposed to, and she does it anyway. And sometimes we do that too. We know we shouldn't yell at our kids. Sometimes we do anyway. Sometimes we really want to do what's right. But what's right sometimes feels wrong, and what's wrong sometimes feels right. It can be very confusing. And when I'm looking at all this and thinking I need to make all the right choices or I'm wrong, I'm doing it wrong, I'm wrong, and I'm not worthy. But what if I'm not wrong? This question makes alarms go off in my brain. It makes my heart rate go up. I get hot, I sweat a little, I feel queasy, and I have thoughts like, well, that's just a lovely cup of tea. Are you saying that it doesn't matter what you do, Christina? Are you saying just run completely wild and just throw trying out the window? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I throw in the towel. I yell at my kids. I ignore my husband. I avoid my friends. I lie to my neighbor and tell her I'm fine when I'm not. And I know that all of those things are wrong. But nowadays, I look back at me, the me 10 minutes ago or 10 years ago, 
and I like to give myself grace. I like to look to my Heavenly Father and my Savior Jesus Christ and say, I know I messed up, but I know it was part of the experience. What's next? I've done some things I don't approve of during my time here on earth. I've done some things I thought were good and right and useful at the time I was doing them, but now looking back, I realize I was wrong. Now I'm choosing to believe that I wasn't wrong in doing what was wrong. If it was not supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. God won't let things happen that aren't supposed to happen. God allows things to happen that are wrong, and they are still wrong, and God will hold us accountable, but I think that comes with a whole lot of grace, too. I think of a child learning to walk. They fall more than they walk in the beginning. Every kid learns to walk in their own individual way, and even though falling could be considered wrong, it's not walking, we all know it's part of the process of learning to walk. We don't judge it. We know it's part of the process. And in this life, we continue to learn to walk. We are all doing our best, trying things out, and we all have reasons for everything we choose to do and not to do. And I think that is exactly the way it should be. I've spent a lot of time in my life judging what other people are doing in comparison to what I'm doing. I sometimes get stuck on shoulds. They should do this. I should do that. But recently, I've decided that if God thought I should or they should, then he would make us do those things, but he doesn't. God does give us agency and grace, and he gives us the perfect environment for lots of mistakes, lots of experiences, and lots of growth. I appreciate the fact that it's not my job to choose what others should do. I have decided that whatever they do is what they should do, and I get to choose what I do, and I get to choose to love them. I get to choose what thoughts I choose to keep. Thoughts are like clothes. Our brain looks around, and many of our thoughts are like the clothes we see for sale at a store or online or wherever. We see thoughts that are interesting to us. Some we love, some we hate. We try them on, and we can decide, yes, this thought suits me. Fits the life I want. It will support me in achieving what I want. And we keep it. It goes into our closet of beliefs. And at any point, we can change our mind, toss it out, and say, that thought isn't serving me anymore. Maybe it worked for a while. Maybe it never worked. Either way, it's okay to let it go. The neat thing is we get to choose what thoughts we want to believe. This new thought, that this is what's supposed to happen, and that this is how I'm supposed to be and how everyone else is supposed to be has served me and motivated me to show up in a more loving and supportive way. When I start to feel resentment towards my children or my husband, or I feel confused or hurt by the choices others have made or might make, it's been helpful for me to remind myself that this is what they should be doing, which I know because they are doing it. And now I get to choose what I want to do and how I want to feel about what I do and what I want to think about what others do. So as a parent, this looks like me asking my little girl to put her shoes on, and she instead continues playing with her dolls. And maybe I ask again, and she still continues to play. That's the circumstance. My thoughts about it are what make it emotional and what make the situation mean something positive or negative. I might think, she should listen to me. She's being so disrespectful. And I might even think it means something about me. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to make her put her shoes on. I'm not a good mom. I don't know how to be a mom. And those thoughts infer that something has gone wrong. Something is wrong with my daughter. Something is wrong with me. As I think these thoughts, I feel shame. I feel scared. I feel tired, unmotivated, angry. Sometimes I yell. Sometimes I try to force her to put her shoes on. Sometimes I sit down deflated and cry and throw a mommy tantrum. I usually don't show up in that moment as the mom I want to be. So in moments like these, I have found it very helpful to stop and think, nothing has gone wrong here. 
This is how it should be. She should be a child testing my boundaries, not always obeying, using her agency. She is doing exactly what she should, and I am doing exactly what I should, experiencing what it's like to be a mom of a real human child who doesn't always listen to me or do what I want her to do. So what can I do now? And this way of thinking motivates me to look at my options and be more intentional in my response to my circumstances. I might choose to help my daughter obey by getting her shoes, and I might ask her if I can put them on her if she wants to put them on herself. Or I could choose to do a bunch of other things. But either way, I usually feel more cheerful. I feel grace because I realize that nothing has gone wrong. I hope that this thought helps motivate you to maybe allow in the grace that is available to you in your parenting. I hope it gives you a pause and some new fresh motivation to show up with curiosity, patience, and maybe even genuine humor in your parenting. All I hope for you is to find the thoughts that best serve you and motivate you to show up as the person you hope to be and live the life you dream of. And if you've never thought of who you hope to be and what life you dream of, I hope you start intentionally dreaming so you can start heading in that direction. Wishing you all the best experiences. This is Christina, and it's just a thought.